Hello and welcome to Couple Next Door from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. The Couple Next Door, written by Peg Lynch and starring Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce. Ah, oh, there. Dear. Oh. oh, it's the phone. Can you reach it? Uh, what? What? What is it? The oh, phone. The phone. The phone. Yeah. I got. Oh, when? Hello. 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 Yeah. Uh, oh. What was it? I don't know. Nobody there. Go back to sleep. Honestly, I don't know why uh. people. Oh, 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 no. Get it before it wakes the baby and Betsy and Aunt Effie. Hurry up. <coughs> Hello? Uh, hello? Yeah? Who? Yes. <coughs> yes, yes, it is. Honestly, four o'clock in the morning. Who could be calling at this hour? I'm sorry, operator. What'd you say? Call from where? Palm Springs. California? Who? Who? I, I, I didn't get that. Who, who is it? Is it long distance? Hello. Hello, operator. Is that long distance? I'm sorry. I don't understand you, operator. The connection isn't... Huh? Yeah, all right, all right, all right. Is it long distance? Yeah, yeah, apparently it's long... California. My goodness, who do we know in California? Well, we know quite a few people in California. Well, yes, but who'd be calling at four in the morning? I don't know, dear. I don't know. It's from Palm Springs. Palm Springs. I don't know anybody in Palm well, Springs. Well, look, you might as well stop trying to guess. We'll know in a minute. I... Hope. Hello. Hello. Yes? Who is calling, operator? Mrs. Brown, did you say? Mrs. Brown? Who could that be? Yeah, all right. I'll hold on, yes. We don't know any Browns that live in California. No, Brown. Oh, wait a minute. Brown. There's a guy named Brown connected with our company. He works in the branch office out there. Hardly know him, though. This must be his wife. Gosh, maybe something's happened, huh? Why would she be calling you? I don't know. I don't know. I'm only guessing. I... Well, as long as I'm awake, I'll go see if the baby is covered. Yes, yes, operator. Yes, I'm holding on. In the 1800s, the Monroe Doctrine dictated that Americans put a wall between themselves and the world. Today, however, times have changed. From city dweller to farmer, Americans know they are part of the world and close to it. 
And the more they can find out about it, the better. That's why the broadcasts of Edward R. Murrow and Lowell Thomas are so popular. Each of these internationally known newsmen has a wide background in the history, the politics, the economics on which current events are built. Whether you're interested in high-level affairs of state abroad, economic developments here at home, or the latest advances of science, you will find them presented clearly and understandably by Murrow and Thomas, with the touch of wit or human interest that has won them listeners everywhere in the world. If you're not already addicted to the news as CBS Radio presents it nightly, start this week to follow the broadcasts of Edward R. Murrow and Lowell Thomas. They're both heard Mondays through Fridays on most of these same stations. My goodness, haven't you gotten your call yet? No, no, I'm still holding on. Both Bobby and Betsy were uncovered. Uh, I wish somebody would invent something that would really keep children from kicking the covers off. It's a miracle they don't get pneumonia. Well, you get back into bed yourself before you catch it. Yeah. Oh, honestly. Don't care who it is. It's a lot of nerve calling it this up. Hello. Yes. Yes, it is. Yes, speaking. Who? No, I don't. Oh, well, you do sound familiar, but I'm... Who? Oh, for Pete's sakes! <laughs> well, I'll be doggone. How are you, Marsha? <laughs> fine, fine. Marsha? <laughs> oh, well, I'll be done. Uh, yes, it sounds like a party. <laughs> oh, well, Happy New Year to you, too. Who was Marsha? Uh, certainly has been a long time. How's everything with you? Uh-huh. No, well, no, I, I didn't remember your married name. In fact, I, I, I don't think I ever knew it. <laughs> oh, how, how is your husband? Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Oh, yes, I'm still married. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, yes, yeah, oh, yeah, she, she's right here. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, it's nice to hear your voice again. Yes, indeed. Have I what? Have I changed? Well, <laughs> I'm older, I guess, aren't we all? <laughs> do, do, do I remember what? Oh, well, <laughs> uh, yes, now that, now that you remind me, I... No, no, I don't mind your calling at all. Well, I was asleep, you know, there's a difference in time. It's four o'clock in the morning here. Quarter after. Quarter, uh-huh. No, no. Oh, no, 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 indeed. My wife's not like that. <laughs> now, it's nice you called, Marsha. Well, the same to you. Yes, old friends are the best. <laughs> yes. Uh -huh. Well, that's life. Yeah, okay, Marsha, you... Yes. Y yes. Well, the same to you. Goodbye. <laughs> you asleep, sweetheart? Am I asleep, he says. <laughs> Crazy, wasn't it? I don't know why she called me. I haven't seen her in years. In fact, I haven't even thought of her. I knew her in high school, you know, Marsha or something. Can't even remember her last name. Brown. Uh, no, no, I, I mean before she got married. She, she's divorced now, she said. Trying to pick up with you where she left off in high school? Oh, for Pete's sake. Look, she was on a party. She simply got... T telephone itis, you know how people do it. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> mm. 
Because you were right, you know. She certainly had a lot of nerve calling me at this hour. I, I, I... Oh, oh well, see if we can get back to sleep again, huh? <laughs> uh-huh. Marcia, don't remember you ever mentioning a Marcia in your life before. Now, look. Look, it was back in high school. I was 16 years old. Didn't mean a thing. If I'd never mentioned her, it's because I never even remembered her. Well, she certainly remembers you, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. Anyhow, she's she's out on a party. You know how people are at the beginning of a new year. Look, they get sentimental and they start calling their old friends. Now, look, don't make something out of nothing, will you? Let's try to get some sleep, huh? Good. I'll... Shall I get it? No, 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 no. I'll, I'll, I'll... Hello? No, no, operator. I, I got the... What? For goodness sakes, is something wrong? Oh, now it woke Aunt Effie. Is something wrong? Somebody's sick at home? No, no, Aunt Effie. One of his old girlfriends calling from California to say Happy New Year. Marcia, somebody. Marcia? Not Marcia Kramer. Uh, look, uh, operator, no, no, I, I got the call. Yeah, all right. Now, look, Aunt Effie, for Pete's sake, nothing is wrong. Go on back to bed, will you? I'm sorry the phone woke you. You don't mean to tell me that Marsha Kramer called you. Look, Aunt Effie, will you go on back to bed? It's 4 o'clock in the morning. Well, we're all awake now. Well, we're not going to sit up discussing Marsha Kramer. Why not? I find the subject fascinating. Yeah, well, you'll excuse me if I go back to sleep. Do you remember Marsha, Aunt Effie? Do I remember her? My goodness, I should say I do. The whole family was just sick about it. We were so scared he was going to run off and marry her. Marry her? Why, he said he hardly knew her. Hardly knew her? Why, he just made a fool of himself over that Marsha Kramer. Oh, I most certainly had no intention of marrying Marsha. I thought you were going back to sleep. I wasn't going to marry her. I never even thought of such a thing for Pete's sake. I was 16 years old. Well, you thought you were old enough to get married then. Why, I remember the terrible quarrel you had with your father. Oh, you were just shouting. The whole neighborhood heard you. You didn't want to go to college. You were going to get a job. You just couldn't live without Marsha. Why, we're just sick at the thought of you marrying that wild Kramer girl. Wild? Oh, Mm. she was not wild. Well, I don't know what you call it, but I remember the time you two were parked in the car right under the streetlight. Everybody going past could see you, and she was kissing you. Oh, God. Broad daylight. Why, Mrs. Jensen next door called your folks. Look, I I am not going to discuss this anymore. Well, I think it is very funny that Marsha Kramer would call you up after all these years. She just got divorced, he said. Well, what's she planning to do? Start chasing you again? Uh, Didn't you tell her you were happily married? Oh, yes, yes. I come to think of it, you didn't say happily married. You said, oh, yes, I'm still married. Well, why did she call you up? I don't know why she called me up. She was on a party. Hmm, on a party. I told you she was wild. For Pete's sakes, we go on parties. We're not wild. Well, I don't generally call up my old boyfriends at four in the morning either. Mm. And all the way from California. California? Yes. Why, you were out in California last year. Yes, you were. Well, I didn't see Marsha. I didn't even know she lived in California. Look, I have not seen Marsha Kramer since high school. Her family moved away, and I went away to college, and I haven't given her another thought. I I, I haven't. I, I... I think I'd better leave you two alone and go back to bed. But I want you to remember that you have a perfectly wonderful wife. And two lovely, lovely children. (laughs) Good night. Well, I'll tell you this much. I am not going to discuss this anymore. It's all too darn ridiculous. 
I just hope you have the sense to believe me that Aunt Effie wants to stir up trouble. Why, well, I, I... I guess I do believe you, but you'll have to admit it does look very funny, her calling you like that. Why? Why? Who knows why? Probably every man in this world would like to know why his old girlfriends insist on calling him up just to say hello after he's a respectable married man. Now, look here. When we were in New York last spring, you called up one of your old boyfriends. All right, why? Well... I don't know. I, I, I wanted him to meet you and, and see Betsy. Yeah, sure. But underneath it all, you wanted to see if maybe he was still carrying just a little torch for you, huh? Why, that's a terrible thing to say. But I'm afraid it's true. <laughs> <laughs> well, there. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, well, let's see if we can get back to sleep, uh, huh? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, no. Well, apparently Marcia has more to say. Oh, I'll go downstairs and leave you two alone. Well, I... Uh, uh, hello. Yes, it is. Oh, all right, operator, I'll hold on. Where are you? Where are you? I'm in the kitchen, fixing myself some coffee, if you wish to speak Look, to me. Look, will you please get on the phone? Pick up the phone, will you? I am not going to talk to Marcia. Look, it wasn't Marcia. It's my mother. Your mother? Calling at this hour? Yes, yes, yes. Wouldn't she know? Marcia didn't know where I live now, so she called home. Imagine, waking my folks up at this hour to get my address. I, I, I could kill her. Now, I, don't I, talk like that. Well, look, she's got mother all upset. She's just like Aunt Effie, you know. She imagines the worst. Now she thinks there's some trouble between us, and... Oh, what have I ever done to deserve this? I... Fall in love when you were 16, I guess, dear. Yeah. <laughs> now, calm down. I'll talk to your mother. What's happened? What's the trouble now? You go talk to Aunt Effie. I'll handle your mother. <sighs> Hello? Oh, now, now, calm down, Mother. There is nothing to cry about Who at is all. it? Who is it? It's no, my no, mother. No. Marsha, right. call them to get my address. Yes, well, we told you when you were 16 that that girl was no good. <laughs> Boy, I tell I you, you go through life well, trying to do the right no, thing. No, 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 Mother. Now our marriage is not going on the rocks. Oh. Look, he does love me, and I love him, and there is... The Couple Next Door is written by Peg Lynch and stars Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce with Margaret Hamilton and is produced by Walter Hart. This is Stuart Metz, inviting you to listen again Monday for The Couple Next Door. <laughs>